0: Welcome to the Hoops and Recreation Halftime Show, the quick-fire NBA podcast, bringing you more basketball content with roundtable discussions, league updates and guest interviews. I'm your co-host for today, Matt, and joining me this week, we have yet again a full house. Mark Wardy, how are you both doing? I'm absolutely
1: thrilled to be here, as always. Highlight of my week.
0: I tell you what, that's the attitude we need, because listeners, we are recording on Blue Monday, or whatever they call it. This is supposed to be the most depressing day of the year, and... Mark's coming with a, with a positive mental outlook on the day. So it's going to be a good evening.
1: Listen, it might be Blue Monday, but for any NBA fans, there is all day games today. And as soon as we finish this podcast, I'm going to go and watch the Knicks. So it is a good day, Blue Monday or not. Although if we lose to the Magic, it might well be Blue Monday.
2: In, in more ways than one.
1: In more ways than one.
2: <laughs> uh, Wardy, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, all good over here. Like, uh, yeah, it's been Blue Monday for me because I've had some toenails pulled out. Too much information for the podcast (laughs) listeners, but, you know, that's where we're at. (laughs) 45, you have to take care of your feet, you know.
1: That's what 40 (laughs) years of basketball will do to you, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. Take care of your feet. It literally holds you up.
0: So it's two minutes into the podcast and we've either lost 100% of our listenership the second you (laughs) mentioned toes or the second you mention feet, our listenership has started booming. So uh, <laughs> either, way, either way, there's no 50-50 here. Woody, have either lost us everything or you've gained us everything.
2: Yeah, well, it's either we lose the podcast or we start an OnlyFans.
1: He <laughs> can't join us in future episodes because he's too busy taking feet pics there must be there must be some sort of fetish for people with no big toenails
2: oh absolutely there must be I'll leave that with you yeah (laughs) Uh,
0: right anyways before this completely goes off the rails let's move into our one word headlines every single week uh, we spend um, a little bit of time kind of recapping some of the biggest NBA headlines uh, where basically I present Mark with a series of NBA headlines and simply he will in response give me a one word or a small short phrase Uh, Mark,
1: are you ready? Not a single one of these is even close to one word. Are
0: they ever? Are they ever? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Headline number one, uh, we have Dame Buzzerbeater bests the Kings in overtime.
1: Dame's watch is officially on Eastern Standard Time. Headline number
0: two, Bruce Brown wears silver Jordan 11s to collect his championship ring.
1: Bruce Bling. I like
0: that one (laughs)
1: i'm really disappointed he didn't wear them for the game though
2: yeah (laughs) yeah
0: oh 100 and also how i was thinking this when i saw it how on earth has bruce brown not had his ring yet like how has it taken until january for him to get his ring because they
1: only play them once in in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's the first time i i absolutely was living for joker trying to step on them as well like pretending (laughs) to step on them when they're all dapping him up superb
0: hey Gotta love the Joker. Uh, Headline number three: The Bucks rout the Celtics uh, with stars benched at halftime.
1: Milwaukee finally has a celebrity front row.
0: Oh, I like that one. Headline number four: LeBron and Giannis lead the votes in the West and East as the second All-Star returns come in. New year, same shit. And headline number five: Donovan Mitchell stars under the Eiffel Tower as the Cavs beat the Knicks
1: in Paris. 45 in the 45. Little Paris uh, postcode reference there, just to, you know, just to explain that one if you're not familiar. If you're not as au fait with Paris as myself. I never realised you
0: were such a, 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 a Parisian um, oh. local, Mark. We, oh, we, oui, 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 monsieur.
2: Oh, sacre bleu.
0: Oh, is that what you said when your toenails came off, Wardy? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going back to toenails. We're not going back to toenails. Uh, I, we, we've got we've got a good episode planned for you today. We've got some games. We've got some catch up. But I think let's start there. Let's talk a little bit about what uh, everyone's enjoyed from the week. So over to you guys.
1: How's how's a week of basketball been for you? I mean, the NBA Paris game didn't disappoint at all, did it? Like fantastic game. Considering the Nets had had that overtime game against the Blazers, which was fantastic. And then went over to Paris. Yeah, a really great game. And I think someone like Donovan Mitchell putting on a show, um, you know, for the game out here in Europe is what, what everybody wants to see. The stars were on show. There was more footballers there than at the World Cup. It was crazy, wasn't it?
0: Bex was there, wasn't
1: he? Bex was there. Yeah. Uh, every French footballer was there. <laughs> a few of the, uh, the the England women's team were there as well. It's good. It's a good turnout.
0: But I think that's what we need with the NBA Paris game. And I'm hoping that uh, someday they go back to the London game, right? Like I feel as I know Paris is close, but it's not quite the same for us where uh, we have to take time off work, travel over to Paris if we want to go and watch the game. Like it's a little bit easier when it's just down the road, but uh, good to see either way that that it's getting what it deserves. Because some years you see the lineup or you see the teams that are playing you think oh god really like
1: yeah we've had some shockers over in london have not we
0: awful games
1: and it takes a shine off it that's why you don't want to go in like paris does seem a bit more attractive they've obviously got the you know the olympics there this year as well so i guess that's another reason why they're pushing it pharrell was there you know i don't think i don't think he's going to come to london to watch the game so never know it does make it, if they had,
0: I'll tell you what, this is a question to you guys. What game would you have to, what would it have to be for you to see that match up and be like, right, I'm booking time off and I'm going to Paris to to watch that? Hypothetically, if we're fantasy booking next year's
1: Paris game. I can choose my Paris game for next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Knicks-Lakers.
0: Knicks-Lakers. Uh, if, 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 you, if you see Knicks-Lakers, you're like, right, I'm booking it off, I'm going. Yeah.
1: Because it's probably one of the last opportunities to see LeBron and obviously the Knicks. Yeah, that would, that would probably be my, my choice. I'm not saying it's going to be the best game, but that would be my my team's yeah. choice. Morty?
2: It's a tough one. I think you just have to go with like a big superstar because that's who you want to see, isn't it? I think Giannis sort of bucks would be... Good one, and then you want to see like a young team like give me, give me the Pacers at the moment, they're enjoyable. They they put on a show because they wouldn't care where they were playing or who they're playing against, they just run up and down, not play D, score 150 points, and everyone would be happy, wouldn't they?
1: Yeah, Pacers Bucks is guaranteed 150 points, yeah, uh, each team probably. That's a good one, Wally.
0: Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. I think almost sort of in between the the, the two of you a little bit. Um, I'd obviously love it to be the Clippers because then I get to go and see the Clippers play. Uh, but I'd like it to be Clippers Mavs. If I saw Clippers Mavs for next year, I'd oh. be all over that. A little bit of a rivalry, but not quite like full on Lakers Clippers rivalry. Plus, you get to see Doncic play in, in real life and and Kyrie Irving if he's still there next year and all sorts. So, yeah, I'd. Uh, I think that would be the game that I'd be like, right, okay, let's let's book this off and let's go out to Paris.
1: Yeah, I like that, and I think the NBA would uh, would love having Luca there as well. Exactly, a
0: bit more European flair in uh, Europe, definitely.
1: We'll, we'll put that out to the listings as well. What would be your your ideal NBA Europe game, and where would it be? Would it be in London or maybe like Madrid has got to be on the radar, surely, for a game?
0: Clippers, Mavs in Madrid. Ooh. That would be that would be great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think the game they had there this year, that you know, the, the Mavs played against uh, Real Madrid, didn't they? Yeah, uh, in a preseason friendly. I think that that was really good. So maybe that's on the on the NBA's radar for a potential future game. That would be cool.
2: Woody, any highlights for this week for you? Yeah, mine are sort of mostly off the court. I mean, it's not it's not a great highlight, but um, Darko Jakovich, the head coach of the Raptors, completely losing his head. Um, at a post-game press conference i've never ever heard anyone berate the refs in such a way for so long as well it's like i'm gonna get fined so many thousand dollars i might as well just keep going and going and going and he genuinely looked really cross like he could have ripped up that mic and thrown it at someone it was totally totally bizarre and I, I haven't checked to see what the nba have come back and said about him yet but um I can't but they're not going to stand for that at all because that was that was next level disrespect. I mean, that's not cool, is it? But it was you know, kind of fun to watch in a moment. Yeah, I don't mind
1: it. Like when a coach is that passionate. Um, yeah, the, the only thing I saw, I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, Evan Turner in his, you know, kind of uh, quest to stay relevant, I guess uh on a Instagram live said, oh if you if you if English isn't your first language and you need to get the assistant coach to have your rant, like stop it. And then apologize for it later. Like if that's your way, Evan Turner, of um you know trying to get some headlines then that, that ain't the one.
2: Especially with his voice. He sounds like Mika <laughs> from the Muppet Show. He
1: <laughs> literally sounds like Mika from the Muppets.
0: <laughs> uh I'm I'm kind of all for the the rant uh for a number of reasons number one obviously it's good uh content for us to, to talk about uh also i think mark you're absolutely right if a coach is that passionate like the, the worst thing could be just him shrugging it off and being like uh, that's basketball for you it's like what well, it is, is, it, is it? it's like we're all fans and we get frustrated when you see that i bet there's Ra- uh, raptors fans all over canada just swearing at their tv screens at, at what they saw that game so why wouldn't the coach be exactly the same like uh that's exactly what you want to see um, from your coach. You want to see that passion. You want to see that drive to win. So
1: yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. Puts the Raptors on the map for a little while as well. No one's talks about the Raptors for for a little while, except trade talks.
0: No, hundred percent. I mean, to be fair with, with trade season around the corner and obviously everything that's happened with uh, OG Ananobi and where Pascal Siakam might end up being. And uh, with this, Uh, Could we say that the Raptors aren't the most boring team in basketball over the last three weeks?
1: (laughs) Got Manuel quickly now, so they're never going to be too boring because he's very (laughs) exciting. I I loved how RJ had had some really good games. Everyone was like, you see what happens when you haven't got Randall putting up 30 shots a game? And then he had a four point explosion the night. Well, it's like, come on, man. Like, this is what RJ does. He is fantastic. I love RJ so much. But he is not going to give you 30, 35 points every game. He's just not that guy. It's not consistent enough.
0: I, I'd be remiss not to bring up the Clippers this week. Uh, we've had a couple of decent, a couple of decent games, uh, but the one thing that I do want to bring up for the Clippers, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, we played Minnesota last night we played the Timberwolves and uh did you guys see the video of our bench uh reacting to Rudy Gobert's free throws uh I opened up Instagram this morning saw that and instantly thought oh we must have killed the T-Wolves if they're reacting to that uh, and then I go on to the NBA app and we lost like come on guys if you're gonna take the piss out of someone's free throws you've at least got to win the game because now you just look like idiots
1: and karma comes around real quick, uh-huh. which is uh, exactly what happened when Russell Westbrook went up for that last second layup and uh, m- missed an open one.
0: Yeah. yeah that game's not going to, uh, yeah. if anything, like it, had we won that, you would have argued that maybe Gobert was due a spot on shucked a a fall. Uh, and now I feel like the entire Clippers bench is uh, due a spot on Shakton the fall after reacting that way. Like there's someone, uh, someone on the bench was like filming, Russ from a different angle. I don't know if you guys have seen that and like his reaction. Um, It's like a full on zoom in on Russ's face, like next sat next to him on the bench. And he's obviously rolling around laughing. Yeah. Karma,
1: karma. I love you, Russell Westbrook, but
0: (laughs) yeah, just think, think a couple of steps ahead with this.
1: Clips are playing well though. And um, the most surprising thing for me, when I keep seeing the all-star returns, Kawhi is now third, I think in the most recent, the third or fourth in the most recent returns in the West. Um, And Paul George isn't like, for me, he's had the more consistent season and Harden isn't even in the top 10 guards in the West, which is crazy because he's back to his best.
0: I'm surprised. I think it's just because he's not getting the huge, huge numbers that he was in Houston. Like he's not getting the 30 point games like he's playing incredible. He's easily kind of 14 and 10 almost or 14 and eight kind of every single game. Um, I don't know off the top of my head what he his uh, average is, so I'll be able to find that in a minute. But yeah, he's just same with Russ as well. I, mean, I know Russ was never going to make the All Star, but uh, like. Russell Westbrook is averaging less than 10 points a game, but again, it's always, it's the assists. I think with Harden and Russ, it's it's the assists that they're contributing. I mean, if we look at Harden, he's averaging 17 points and eight assists, but that 17 points is going to be because when we started going on our winning streak, he was scoring sort of 20, 30 points a game and it has sort of eased off a little
1: bit, but the assists have kept up quite nicely. At the same time, Kawhi's scoring averages have gone up, haven't they, as well? So I think you'd rather have Kawhi scoring the ball and James distributing the ball.
0: Yeah. I think I said this to you guys last year when I was talking about the Clippers. Like the one thing that we were missing was a point guard that can actually get us assists. Like when we had when we were dealing with John Wall and uh Reggie Jackson that were more sort of scoring.
1: Um we need someone that's gonna get us six, seven, eight assists a game. <laughs> Sorry. It's hard not to go back and laugh at the yeah. thought that the Clippers front office thought that John Wall and Reggie Jackson was gonna be <laughs> the point guard combination. It was gonna take you to the championship. <laughs>
0: and at the time i was like "Yep, reggie jackson he's been like he's reinvented himself after detroit he's come over to the clippers he's gonna be an all-star again uh nope i mean to be fair he did leave us and get a ring so i feel like he kind of won at the end of the day but
1: yeah it helps when you've got jamal murray um as your starter and uh and and Jokic in your team um One of the things that we did this week was tried uh, a new video format. So people listening got to see what we look like, unfortunately. Uh, But what I really like about it is it's got so many people involved in the discussion, which is great because, you know, it's all about opinions. Podcasts are all about opinions. Chatting about stuff in the community is fantastic. And actually, there was a few comments that I thought were worthy of us talking about, actually, um, on the show, just to get your guys' opinions on as well people listening at home for the most part i, I do the instagram and I'll, it'll be me replying to the comments so it's good to get um matt and wardy's thoughts on a couple of things the first one matt was for you actually um and the first one was um about the the travis scott uh comments and obviously you had a little bit of a rant and uh that, that got quite quite a lot of chat about your uh, your rant on the travis scott shoes <laughs> um but the one comment i wanted to talk about amongst all the all the really good ones was that uh dan miles said i think the heart of sneaker culture has moved beyond nike entirely the long trial of hype beasts and parasitic resellers will still fight each other for next travis release but if you look at the fastest growing sneakers last year you've got asics on running salomon i think the culture is moving away from wanky celeb collabs towards utility so i know you know, you talk about sneakers a lot on the Top It Up podcast as yep. well. And since you had this rant, I was interested in your opinion on that.
0: Um, I, I I do to a certain degree agree. Um, I, I'm the reason why I say certain degree is because I think almost sneaker culture is already moving beyond the utility. Um, sort of phase I, I i think i don't think that's going to hang around as long as we think but you're absolutely right like i'm speaking to people within the sort of uk sneaker community and things like this uh people are looking at your Asics, your sock your new balances like people almost can't be bothered to set the alarms in the morning and sort of enter a hundred raffles to get a travis scott shoe and and sort of go through the hoops or jump through the hoops that you have to normally so yeah I do agree to a certain uh, to a certain point that the collab world has changed and actually people are appreciating niche up-and-coming collaborators more than they are your Travis Scott's of the world but I think a lot of that is just because like I was ranting last week people are bored of the big time now like you it's always what's next what's next what's next it's like you look at all the major stars in any sport or sort of music stars every major player Goes through a stage of being hated and then it eventually turns around and people start liking you again. Like, if you think about, like, say, Steph Curry's of the world and things like this during the dynasty, no one could stand Steph Curry when he was chewing his mouth guard and things like this. And now Steph Curry is one of the most loved players in the league. So, when you're at the top of the game, people hate.
1: It's true. It's really, really, really good point. Same with LeBron as well. Same yeah. with anybody, uh, any any big stars. And uh, I think for me, it's the the, the saturation um, on the collabs is really what's killed it. And yep. you know, Nike have rinsed all the collabs for all their worth, and that's why people are maybe moving away from it. Uh, I think the same thing will happen with. You know, you you added us with a Samba collab. They can't rinse that for too much longer. No, nope. We've already seen it happen with like 550s, New Balance again, rinse that, ALD just absolutely killed. They just done too many collabs. They NMD'd it to the fullest on the 550 and the 650. And the more collabs you do, the more it gets watered down and, and doesn't feel as important anymore. So I, I think for me, that's why people have started moving to other brands. And, you know, trends go like that. Nike will always be around like they're, they're always going to have not only their loyal um, you know kind of supporters and people who predominantly wear Nikes like myself for example um, but they'll always come back around with a new silhouette that they're, or, or new technology or reviving an old silhouette they've got so much so um, it might just be a dip for Nike but they're certainly uh, I can't see a time where they're not the the brand leader you know in sneakers and there'll always be a place for collabs to just maybe not as many as we've been having um wardy the next one is for you actually because it was on your chat about um the in-season tournament um which again was brought up some really really good comments but the one i wanted to to talk about which had some interesting points was from buckshot shoes who said the league gave it the in-season tournament a massive push and did some good things like making certain days in season tournament days if they want it to last they need to do more to separate it from league play I'm not sure about logistics, but the first thing I would do is have them as regular season games and shorten the regular season by five games to compensate. Teams still play 82 games, with the semis and finals being additional. If there was more people uh, mocking the tournament after it was completed, this would help establish itself uh, as a meaningful part of the season in in its own right. I think that might be if there was um, more people making the tournament after it was completed, then it would make it, uh, yeah, help establish itself as a meaningful part of the season in its own right. So what would you think about the league dro- have, kind of dropping those games out of the regular season and just having tournament play?
2: Well, I think in the, in the previous years, because it's been in the pipeline a long time, a lot of that was discussed about whether it would be taking out regular season games. I think the only problem is because of the way everything's balanced with you play everybody four times in your conference and then you play everybody two times, there's going to be the discrepancy somewhere. So I think logistically it's going to be really hard about adding extra games. Um, I think taking away is going to be nearly impossible, but I do like the idea of separating it and the NBA have absolutely done their best to do that. Um, I think, when you look back, those will be IST games and they won't be regular season games. No one's going to remember if you say, do you remember that regular season game between Bucks and Pacers? And then if you say, oh, it was that IST game. Yeah, that was awesome. But it's just that it's the branding they've got. And I think they can do better. And and like you said last week, Mark, um, who knows, this could go on for five, six years. And then Adam Silver will go, you know what, to run its course, we'll change it. We never got that with David Stern. David Stern did a great job coming from the 80s into the 90s and really made the the NBA so much more popular. Like if he hadn't come in, we wouldn't even have Adam Silver being out to child these things because the NBA was in the pits back in the 80s. You know, too much drugs, too much controversy, um, and, and he had the right reins at the time. He he oversaw it with a bit of an iron fist, but that's that's what it needed. Um, and he really leaned into the superstars of, you know, Jordan and those guys. But, you yeah, know, Adam Silver, he, you've seen it. He's going to throw something out oh. there, see if it sticks. Um, and it's worked so far. You know, he's done great. The All-Star game worked, but now it's gone south. So he's changed it. I'm sure we'll get to a point where the in-season tournament or maybe the play-in as well. But I'm not worried about the future of this competition because... I think they're just going to keep rebranding everything they do to keep it fresh.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, David Stern is like that kind of strict old manager that you had, you you know, like when you started work, like the old guy who was like super strict on what time you got in and your dress code and everything like that. And then Adam Silver is like the kind of, you know, he's a millennial, you know, more, more of like a millennial manager. He's like, yeah, like if you need some time for yourself, it's cool. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, if you need to go to the doctors, that's in work time. That's not your personal time. <laughs> you, know, you know, do you know what I mean? He's, like, much more amenable. He understands the players a bit more. And with a tournament, I I can't see a world where they don't have 82 regular season games. Um, but what I maybe could see is instead of doing, like, a game a week, maybe they just have, like, two weeks where all of the games are... It, they still count towards a regular season, but they are all in-season tournament games. So it feels more like a March Madness you, because they're, they're all in-season tournament games within that time. And then people still progress out of the groups. But instead of doing it over a period of weeks, you do it over, yeah, like a solid two-week block. So I could maybe see something like that happening.
0: I would really like... And this is just like a bit of a hypothetical thought. If they really wanted to change the in-season tournament and make it almost a little bit more um, worthwhile to a certain degree, treating it almost like the Europa League to the Champions League. Like, y- obviously, you've got the the NBA Finals or the NBA Championship, which is like your Champions League, right? But if imagine if you have like a... Uh, <laughs> Knockout. Uh, no, but basically, everyone... Things that, get knocked out. Everyone that doesn't make it into the playoffs <laughs> goes into the in-season tournament. And if you win the in-season tournament, you then get an automatic spot in the playoffs next year. Exactly the same. If you win the Europa so, League, you go into the Champions League next well, year.
1: Uh, hang on. You could do everybody who doesn't go in the playoffs, so they're lottery teams. Yeah. They play play for number one. talking about for the for the picks. Yeah. Yes, that's it. That's what I want. That would be so good. You'd end up with teams tanking all year. And then bang. Yeah, exactly that. And then, oh, like, everybody's passing to Wemby now. Who'd have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Spurs have been rubbish all year. Wemby's only getting seven shots a game. And now, now we're in the, whatever you want to call it, the shithouse tournament. The shithouse tournament. Uh, <laughs> the tank the tanking War- tournament. <laughs> the
0: tanking tournament. Wardy could be right because Jamarant Morant can come back in time for that, and he can win the MVP of the shithouse tournament. So he'll like still be a, He'll still be an NBA I like MVP. It.
1: And and if you lose in the play-in, maybe you get a bye Ooh. from the first round. we we are coming up with some golden ideas why are we putting this on the internet we should be selling this directly to the league Uh, I was going to say I need to go on the phone to Adam Silver but you know (laughs) after speaking about what a millennial he is I'll just text him yeah 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 Yeah. whatsapp yeah whatsapp I bet he's on (laughs) whatsapp snapchat <laughs> yeah we've got a great profile picture on his whatsapp like an old holiday pit. <laughs> oh, and dude. that the, but the, honestly the comments on the instagram this week have been fantastic so yeah appreciate you all keep them up and we'll try and uh, every halftime show we do we'll, we'll, we'll try and um, grab some of those and, and chat about them
0: so we've got a little bit of a game to sort of I say close out the episode obviously it's not like the episode's got 5 more minutes left but we've got a little bit of a game for uh, the final part of of today's episode and we're doing uh, a little spin on a well-known NBA game at this point which is the hoops and wreck version of who we play for who we play for uh, there we go I was going to I don't need I don't need to put in like an intro sound there. Mark's done it for us.
1: <laughs> I'll give you a cleaner uh, version later. So can, just so you can you can pop that one in with all your editing skills.
0: Oh, don't, don't put that pressure on me. Uh, at this stage, we've all probably seen uh, who he played for, right? We've probably seen uh, the Chuckster uh fail miserably, endless times uh, with this game. But we've decided to give uh, a bit of a twist on our version of who he played for. In a similar kind of vein, Mark and Wardy are going to be guessing players that play for different teams across the league. However, uh, essentially, Mark and Wardy are going to take it in turns to guess uh, players based on clues that I present to them. Now, the whole idea here is that the players gets more difficult to guess based on the number of points so what we've done is we have given mark and warder the option to pick a free throw worth one point a layup two points a three point a three points and a half court shot four points as the shots get harder and harder and harder the player whose clues i'm giving get harder
1: as well give me an example
0: please So, for example, if you were to have a free throw for the Lakers, we might say forward drafted in 2003, 20 plus years. Oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. Oh, who is it? (laughs) It's the bionic man. It is the bionic man. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So that's the type of thing that we mean. Um, And And then uh, I get...
1: Two point, no one point for that.
0: You'd get one point for that because it's the free throw. Okay. So yeah, the free throws are going to be more of sort of like I haven't quite done for the teams I've selected. They ha- they aren't necessarily like the Lebrons of the Lakers, but they are the very, very, very well-known players for that team. And then, as I said, as the pr- as the points go up, the players or the clues get a little bit more obscure. Whole idea is that we've got six teams. You guys are going to have three teams each. At the end of the three rounds each. Whoever has the most points wins. All happy?
2: Yeah. Good with you, Wardy? Well, you know, me and games, at let I have my own one. I have no idea what's going on. So let's see <laughs> what happens.
1: I mean, I'll be honest. Even when you your own, you really yeah, have an idea true, yeah. about what's yeah. going on. I reckon you'll be better with this one, mate. I-, I think years ago, I feel like I'd have smashed this. You know, like when you play NBA 2K a lot and you really know, you know all the obscurities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've traded some of those terrible bench players so many times. I don't know how I'm going to do it at the moment. How are you feeling about it, Wardy? About as good as Chuck, I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible.
0: Uh, so as I said, sometimes the, the, some of the players are a little bit obscure, but others, uh, it's more the clues are a little bit more obscure. So uh, who wants to
1: go first? Uh, I mean, age, age before beauty, Wardy, it's all you. Okay.
2: I've got both tell you what you haven't got both toenails hey.
0: <laughs> oh dear well Wardy your team to start things off the Cavs so I don't know whether or not that makes it more or less exciting oh. but we're going with the Cavs to start with so Wardy would you like to go with a free throw a layup a three-pointer or a half-court shot
2: I think I could name six Cavs <laughs> 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 quite a lot for a team I don't support. I could probably only name six sons to be honest. Oh, um, dear. let's go for it. let's let's start off you know um I'm a nineties boy give me a give me a mid range two pointer
0: two pointer okay so this player is a guard slash forward and he was recently traded from another big player in the east max struce It is Max Struess. There we go. Very good. Two points for Wardy. I'm going to have to start writing this down because I know you guys are going to call me on it if uh, I get your points (laughs) right. Absolutely, we will. (laughs) (laughs) So two points for Wardy. There we go. Uh, All right, Mark, over to you then. And uh, hey, you said you're excited to watch this team later. Uh, We've got the Orlando Magic. Um, (laughs) Are we going again? 1.2.3.4 point. I'll
1: I'll go with a two. I'm okay. tempted to go for a three, but I'll, I'll, I'll go with a two.
0: Okay. This player is a guard and is a previous top five pick for the Magic.
1: <laughs> um, he's a guard and a previous top five pick for the Magic. Yep.
0: Recent top five pick.
1: Paolo? Oh, he's a forward. <laughs> he's a forward. That was terrible. <laughs>
0: I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one.
2: One more guess.
1: Uh, Suggs. It is Jalen Suggs. There we go.
2: Whoa. Wait, anyone watching on the video, your eyes gave you away then. You were side <laughs> eye on your screen. I see you again.
1: Nah, stop it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: No, I'll give you that one. So have two you, have points you each. back
2: that up?
1: Hey, I, c- I can't. It's a feeling. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. Definitely, it's getting heated already. Is it hot in here, guys? I can't believe
1: <laughs> that. Back over to Wardy, so. Oh, Wardy just looked to the side, so he's cheating again. Cheating clearly. God, no wonder
0: <laughs> no wonder Wardy's the game master most of the time. You two, honestly, play nice. Uh, Wardy, are you ready for your next team? I am yeah. So we are going with the Sacramento Kings. One, two, three,
2: four points. There's a lot of guys who I don't know who they are, but don't know their, don't know their names. That's a lot of, yeah, strange names. Uh, uh, Give give me another two-pointer. This be really boring.
0: Another two-pointer. Okay. As long as you're sure. This player is a guard, bit of a streaky scorer, and has had some mean posters this year. Malik Monk. It is Malik Monk, yeah. Hey, it's four points. Mark is not happy. But, uh... I saw Woody
1: blink at one point. Yeah, but I kept that eye contact. <laughs> did, I, did, I, did I hear some it's coughs in out. the
0: background? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, there's another two points for Woody. He's playing it smart. There's four points it's four points in total. I'm
2: right. playing it more in. I need to I need to switch it up for my last team.
0: Okay. So Mark, your second team
1: is the Clippers. Give me a three-pointer. Give me a three-pointer. Three-pointer, okay. Yeah, yeah. Give me a three-pointer for this.
0: This one might actually be quite easy for a three-pointer, so I feel like you've got away with this one quite nicely. No pressure. Uh, he's a centre, and he is a World Cup
1: champion. That's Daniel Tice.
0: It is Daniel Tice. There we
2: go. That Did right I look either way face?
1: then, Wardy, when I got that one right?
2: <laughs> that no, I'll give you I'm credit right. for that one. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, there
0: one. we go. Daniel Tice, new centre for us this year, as soon as Plumley went down. So, uh, hey, uh, maybe you'll bring us another championship. Uh, Mark is now on five points, so he's in the lead by one point. Now, Wardy, this is your final team. So,
2: you it may might not want... be the Suns, because I need four and I'll look a right <laughs> forward if I don't get it right. <laughs> you don't need it's four at the... the moment.
0: It's the Houston Rockets. Oh, man. If you go for a four, that pressure on. If you go for a four, it puts pressure on Mark. He has to get at least a three to win.
1: Yeah, but if you go for a four, that could literally be anybody in the world who's ever <laughs> touched a basketball. Like, who knows what the Houston Rockets roster is beyond the starting five?
2: Oh, Slim Thug could be playing as well. <laughs> it's uh, potential. Let's go for It's a game. Come on.
0: So, you going for the half court shot to win?
2: Yeah, throw it all in. I'm really happy that you've picked this because of the <laughs> clue,
0: because the only clue is Milo likes this player. Come on, man.
2: Oh, I man, know who that is. is. I don't even know yeah. my son. <laughs> <It's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> the only person I could think would be the most obscure. Oh, I've got to get ridiculed for this one. Uh, give me Boban. No, I know who it is. Mark? Can I come in? Well,
0: you can't get the points, but... Oh, uh, it's Reggie Bullock. It is Reggie Bullock. There oh, we go. Oh,
2: Breadstick Bullock.
1: <laughs> breadstick <laughs> Bullock.
2: It's Reggie Bullock, yeah.
1: Ah, oh, well... I, I, I did get two guesses on the first one, Wardy, so I guess you get to go with another one,
2: yeah? Do
0: you want to pick another one, Wardy? Oh,
2: that's could talk some shit, but I'll take, take you up on your offer. Give me that three-pointer, then.
0: Okay. I don't know if this is actually any easier, but uh, this... Pl- <laughs> This player is uh, was a Rockets 2023 first round draft pick. However, not a top ten pick.
2: Oh man, so it's not Thompson. Jabari Smith was last year. No, you've got me. I've no idea.
1: Mark, do you know this one as well? I don't. I couldn't tell you who the Rockets drafted apart from Thompson. Uh, this is Cam Whitmore, number 20.
0: In oh, this okay. series draft. Uh, yeah. oh, I have only seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've only once before. I've only once before. All right. Well, Mark, technically you have won because it is five four. However, you've got one more team, so we might as well play it. Uh so do you want a one, two, three, or four pointer? Already I've already got, got a four. I should tell point. you the team. I, I should so, tell yeah, you, the team. tell me the team, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah.
1: Raptors. Uh yeah, I've already got a four pointer, so I'm 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 not gonna go with that. Uh let, let's go with the three. The three. Because a four-pointer of the Raptor, again for the Raptors could literally be anyone in the universe. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, uh, um, l- let me oof. guess. It's a forward. It Six foot a... seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it is a forward, and this forward is an NBA champion
1: on the Raptors. Give me one more clue about them. Wasn't
0: with. Well, it wasn't. He wasn't a champion with the Raptors. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Um, Only recently signed with the Raptors. He wasn't with them so much as two seasons ago. I don't know if he was with them last year.
1: Wardy knows.
2: I got it. Yeah.
1: Do you know Mark? An NBA champion. Yep. And he's a forward, and he's on on the Raptors. uh, Or no, it's not. I was going to go with Thad Young, but he's not an NBA champion. No, that would have been a good guess though. Mm, No, no Wardy.
2: Uh, recently, got his ring in a ceremony. Otto Porter Jr. He is Otto oh,
1: Porter Jr.
2: Yes,
1: is. I'd had. Do you know? I'd forgotten about Otto Porter Jr. Until he got that ring at the ceremony. <laughs> yes, I... <laughs> well done, Otto Porter Jr.
0: Hey, there we go. Well, final scores on the doors: Mark five points, Wardy four points. But that was a close one, given the fact that. Suppose, Mark, you knew one of Wardy's answers, and Wardy, you knew one of Mark's answers. But uh, there's plenty more teams in the NBA, so we can we can play this one again in the future. We can we can
2: definitely do this one again. Yeah, yeah. A great game. Twenty four more teams. I like it. I feel
1: like the you know, it's a lot for me to take the first one, but it's a burden I'm willing you know to take for the for the show. <laughs> um, and and the real winner today is knowledge. You know, we've we've I all learned that. a lot about. About NBA players, so thank thank you for that, Matt Sibley. Yeah. You are um, more than welcome. I think we need to do this with some teams as well. Next guest we get on, let's uh, let, let's run this back with some guests because I think that'll be fun.
0: Yes, there we go. New get new guest game, new guest game, and whenever we just can't think of anything else to talk about, but okay, it's, the, it's the NBA, so <laughs> there's all. I mean, maybe to talk about.
1: if we do it in a few weeks after February eighth, the trade deadline. Like, it could be completely different. Oh, to it, yeah. So, hey, it's a, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you never know.
0: <laughs> All of a sudden, not porter junior might be, same clue, forward NBA champion for the Pistons or something like that. That's it.
1: We could play who he played for and who did he play for last week. <laughs> Ad- additional point, if you, if, you, if you know who he played for last week.
0: Oh, dear. Well, I think with that, though, uh hey, we, we've spoken about toenails. We've spoken about comments. We've played a game. Overall successful evening and i don't want to keep you guys away from well all of us uh, away from league pass right now because uh we've got games tipping off within the next 10 minutes so uh with that we would like to say thank you for listening to the hoops and recreation halftime show remember if you like this episode leave us a five-star rating and review and share the podcast with your friends and family make sure you follow at sneakers and recreation on instagram to keep up to date with all things hoop and hoops and recreation and until next time guys goodbye